Okay, you all good? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. You're listening to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. My name is Daniel Hittel here with Simon Blaney and this is episode 87, Go Big, Go Niche or Go Home. And the idea behind this pod is pretty simple. We're going to look at the importance of brand power in lead generation and also look at strategy and the options you have for using brand to maximize performance, however big the brand is. Um, Simon, go big, go niche, go home. It's a fairly self-explanatory title, but um, to start things up, can we just clearly state what we mean by that? So <clears throat> I think the best way is to run through the problems that are being felt, right? So I've just written some down here. I always make some notes just to clarify my mind so ad costs are rising on every single ad platform right i mean this is just like market economics the sort of thing that gary v was talking about 10 years ago or you know whenever he was talking about it um it's being felt by everybody all the major Mm -hmm. ad platforms are just more expensive as we know big companies have a natural advantage on ad roi they basically have to spend less to get more smaller companies don't. Um, So lead generators or very small companies with zero brand or brand awareness um, and no positioning, no differentiation are really feeling it. Like, you know, they're making decisions like to run to TikTok um, because the ad costs seem down, but really all you're doing at that point is kicking it the can down the road just you know the the same problem will occur there shortly i'm sure um you know we've seen things like people say i don't know to get around um different ads is basically generate sort of lower intent leads or leads with a different vertical which potentially could be a lower ad cost than what you're really generating leads for and then nurture them um, again, it's just kicking the sort of can down the road. And especially if you're not then building a brand on the back of it, because, you know, you're not building any sort of relationship um, at all. And really, like, you know, what this takes is sort of what we all know about the ad platforms and realizing it, which is all the money is like where the sales are made, right? It's all the money is hidden in brands and all the ad platforms want that money. Now, anyone else in between is actually just standing in the way of those ad platforms making more money. Effectively, you're a middleman, and most ad pl- platforms are getting far easier to use. It's becoming much more creative-led, which again, been big brands tend to, you know, do pretty well with anyway. They might not have like a particularly great media buying team, but if you're if it's now down to like content design copy you know they can sort a lot of that out um so what you've got to start to think is okay we're in quite a vulnerable position if you're a small company a lead generator agency sat in the middle of this um and so the idea is ultimately that you've got effectively like three choices unless the market changes and, you know, I don't see that happening, which is the brand that you use to generate leads with, you need to go niche with it. So you need to fill an underserved market 
or you need to differentiate yourself and position yourself to a saturated market really clearly so that you can just appeal to a specific audience and dominate that area. This is what's going to bring your ad cost down. You're effectively just becoming a big brand in a really small segment. That's one option. The other option is go big. Basically, you have to spend your way out of trouble to become a big brand, which is what big brands mm -hmm. do anyway, right? Which would just mean huge investment, huge or you know, money from somewhere um, to build a brand. And the other is, you know, go home. It's like, well, you're going to have to stop doing it. Like, it's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. And that, you know, th this reminds me, and the thing is, this is a theory I've got, right? And I've discussed this with people. And I, the, the theory is based on lots of discussions I have with people looking what big brands are doing. I speak to big brands that are buying leads and generating leads. We work with a lot of lead generators as well. And I discuss with them their um, pain points and things that they're feeling. So it's, it's coming from a, a sort of researched point, but it is a theory, which is, I don't I see this changing. I just see it getting worse. Um, and so whatever you do now is the thing that's, you know, you want to be thinking a year in advance. So it's a bit like the demise of the dinosaurs. It might not have happened overnight, but you know, it, it was coming sort of thing. Um, so for me, it's, it's this like realization, like we are potentially going to have to be doing something. We can't just keep knocking up if you're a lead generator a life insurance page, putting it on PPC, Facebook, whatever, even if you get the ad signed off and they're all FCA and ASA regulated, you've got an authorized representative coming on, it, basically you're just going to be paying more than the company you're selling leads to would pay by running it under their mm -hmm. own brand. And that's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. So let's let's just say we're going to take the go home option off the table. I don't want anyone to listen to this podcast and decide to give up. So let's just, let's rule that out. Only, um, only, the only at the end of the working day. And for the time, I mean, if you are a big brand listening to this, I suppose there's some um, things we, you know, you can consider to capitalize upon it, but we'll touch upon that later. And let's assume that people listening aren't going to get massive investment overnight. Um, so that leaves most people listening to this. Uh, with the option of going niche. And that can either be a small brand who thinks they can niche down into a market or it can be a lead generator who needs to build their own brand. Um, but like in practical terms, what does that actually mean, like going niche? Because some people might just think it means, like you said, just knocking at random pages in a specific vertical, but it's more than that, right? It's actually developing the brand within that niche. I think that's what we need to sort of clarify. Yeah. I, th I think the when you think of a brand, everyone thinks like, you know, okay, I'm going to design a logo or I'm going to come up with a company name and I'm going to change the wording so that um, it's different. But it it's really starts from a different point. All of that is important to a degree, but what's really most important is understanding your audience mm -hmm. like completely. And it's from that that you really develop a brand and dig into a niche. So we keep mentioning life insurance just because it's a very saturated market. You know, there's a lot of companies that uh, generate leads in the financial services market. It could be equity release. It could be life insurance, whatever. 
like you just don't see anybody you know we talked about tom in the past on another podcast with like this idea of building a brand and thingy i mean dead happy is another good example of building a brand i mean there's so few and far between these companies have really sat down and thought like how can we really differentiate ourselves to appeal to like a very specific audience so we're going to be memorable um and when they think of life insurance in this instance they think of us um and it's the, the reason is it's just difficult right it's it's really difficult you, it's you've got to pull yourself off the hamster wheel of just constantly trying to generate leads to bring money in to really sit down and think who is the audience that i feel i could resonate with the most what is it that i can do to actually understand them fully so that when they see my marketing material and you know look at the brand we've created it's just it's, it just appeals to them completely um and it's difficult it's, this is like marketing right it's, this is like the pure essence of building a brand and marketing it and it's it's getting out of like this paid media hamster wheel and really understanding um how to appeal to people but then using paid media to obviously continue driving it but the benefits are huge your ad costs come down your audience your targeting everything becomes like really clear um you're no longer you're in the like you're in a competition of one it's you that's just you know defined by the audience that you're targeting um and you become the brand you become the source that that audience actually wants to deal with um and that and that's really if you're sort of going to build a brand in a niche um is is what you need to be thinking about i think the idea of going niche can be quite scary to a lot of people if people have spoken to um sometimes because there's this almost there's this fear that you're leaving money on the table do you know what i mean if you're sort of narrowing your market you suddenly you feel like there's this perception yeah but what about all those other people who could potentially be leads you know it's like a, it's almost like a instinctive reaction to that so for anyone listening who's thinking like i can't afford to go niche because it's too small or it's you know i'm leaving this this and this like how do you sort of what would you say to those people it's actually the reverse which is you're leaving money on the table by not doing um i mean i don't really know what better way i can put it which is you're appealing to no one by trying to appeal to everyone um and so yes i mean it's the same in like b2b SaaS, right it's the same sort of thing by trying to appeal to everyone you just appeal to no one um and so yes you might think it's scary and yes you might think the volume's there but all you're paying for is like your ads to be shown to a bunch of people that don't care mm. um and that's what you need to change which is you know you need to um i get it's scary but it's uh, i i just don't understand i don't know what else you'd do um i assume this fear is prevalent because not many people are doing it so there must be a, you know yeah, but I mean, they're all the ones that do it. Like, you know, we've discussed this before. It's just, I, all I see is like huge upsides and success. Like, I, it's just, that's all there is. Um, 
but to play devil's advocate maybe there's loads of people who try to do this and fail because it's difficult or yeah. like you know it's too hard work i don't know yeah it could be yeah but i i suspect not because i think that it, again everyone's sort of on this hamster wheel of generating leads and that's fine because you've got to keep the revenue coming in but you know work on something else while you're sort of bringing that down um the fear of going niche do you know what because i like opening the kimono and being completely transparent as we always try and do in b2b SaaS, and there's a lot that b2c can learn from b2b and vice versa and you know we are like heavily involved in both because obviously we have a software company but it just so happens our software company services b2c <laughs> companies that are buying and selling leads um brands and lead generators and agencies um i feel this pain which is we have customers in specific like segments that I sometimes think that you know we sort of know they're not right but i have a fear which is that those current customers or ones that potentially look like them um you know how is that going to affect our relationship with them and so it's a fear that you obviously need to get past in this b2b sense but there's a massive difference in this and that is they're already a customer and you have a relationship with them what we're talking about is a lot of these the lead generation entities have zero relationship with any of the leads that they generate it's literally like you know one hit wonder and i mean that's a massive part of the problem right as well it's just mm -hmm. like that's really leaving a lot of money on the table um so there's no relationship there like they don't have a relationship with anyone or the, the only relationship is with the ad network that's showing a bunch of ads and uh, converting to a lesser and lesser degree and costing you more and more money so it's, it's the same that the fear is like completely different because there's you know it doesn't impact anything other than that like you know immediate niche that you have to go into it's interesting i think as you said earlier like being stuck in this hamster wheel as these costs are rising so i'm just like in this labor analogy it's going to keep getting faster and faster to the point where they can't keep going but uh, at yeah. a certain point they've got to get off and build the brand like mm. you say to develop the relationship and what's interesting is it's almost like short-term pain getting get off that hamster wheel and putting the effort into them maybe seeing revenue drop briefly whilst it's sort of developing this brand but in the long run they will be the ones who come out the other side when they're you know inevitably they rise to the point of not being able to compete and continue and one of the brands that wants to come out of the side with some accounts they can rely on yeah and i think it's the short-term mindset of the whole thing in the first place which is probably determines the ones that will come out the other side or not i literally speak mm -hmm. to people every day that say you know um i i have a uh, a guy i've known for quite a few years who just says to me lead gen doesn't work anymore he's messaged me the other day and i was like what do you mean and he went it's just you know it's no one wants to pay us x amount it's costing us too much and what his response is lead gen doesn't work it's not it's not that lead gen doesn't work in a bc saying we're talking about it's that it doesn't work like it did because basically we've lived under an era of really cheap traffic of being able to drive huge amounts of traffic to like non-existent brands and use you know certain cro techniques and you know other things on ads and landing pages and 
it just it's it just is diminishing now it just isn't you know it's not something that you were going to be able to rely on anymore um so what i think we'll probably see is the people that are in it for the long haul and sort of understand the new world that we're moving into and the rest will potentially just stop working in that sort of sphere but a lot of you know when you're the sort of thing we're talking about is quite like short it's a really short-term mindset anyway so um you know they're maybe not thinking of like the future in that they just it's, it's like just an absolute desperation to make money in the short term mm. i feel like we've gone a bit pessimistic here um <laughs> so well, no, guess... the, the pessimism is just the cost of driving ads right and like converting them but you were still overpaying even when it was good well what i was going to say was to flip it back around um and to sort of pass the spin on things leave people with a bit of optimism moving forward at the end of this podcast um let's say that people listen to this sort of thinking right yeah i know i know what you're saying is right i've got to go niche i've got to develop a brand in a niche um but you know where do I begin? Like, what? How do people work out? You know, I don't know if you can give them this answer, but how do people work out a sort of perfect little market for them, perfect niche? Is it just drilling down to what they already know? Is it spotting these little areas, or doing research into it? How how do they begin that? Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I think it requires you to deeply understand the market that you're in. This again can sort of feed back to the short term mindset of like, you know, I don't know. I'll speak to someone who's never done something and it'll just an opportunity will arise and it'll just go, yeah, I'll just run ads to it and create a landing page. You might figure out some of it. So you need to really deeply understand the vertical that you're operating in and you need to be able to dig into it. Um, and I think as well as really, as a lead generator, I'm talking really understand the whole customer journey that's experienced and where like gaps probably sit and speak to your clients um about what areas they potentially think are underserved or i mean what i think would be great is and i used to do this as well when we were generating leads rather than um we'd speak to a client and they'd go oh you know we're just not getting the volume or something isn't appealing to this segment of an audience hmm. and the thing is you could you've got two options then so one a lot of people will just go okay we're just not um you know market to them or we'll cut them out entirely but the other option is to look at it and think is that a really underserved market as a result and does that actually mean there is an opportunity within that and no one else is doing it um and so there's something if we can figure out like either what the problem is it reminds me of like um when energy was generating leads um the all the energy companies work to these areas called pez areas which um basically split up the country into whoever the incumbent energy company was at the time um and there'd be a lot of the energy companies used to remove pez areas because they felt that they couldn't sell they weren't competitive in those areas they were competitive in those areas but only when um under certain conditions but what everybody did just for ease is remove 
everyone out of those pez they just go you know i don't know british gas just remove all these pez areas but really what that actually left is a massive opportunity for someone who went what are the conditions where they can be competitive Mm -hmm. because absolutely no one else is operating in those areas um doing this is you know this isn't an example that would necessarily work now but that's you know yeah these are the things you can start thinking about um so spotting those opportunities, understanding the audience completely, understanding where you could add value, um, and really like how you can position yourself and where what makes you different. And the thing is, you can't really do that without actually creating a brand because you, there isn't anything. You're offering not no value. You're not different. You're not positioned in any way. You're just basically like, what do they call it? Advertising arbitrage. Mm. That's what Bruce Cook called it. Yeah, he did, yeah. It's just, you know, you, you're basically transferring data, someone's data from one place to another. There's no, there's no magic in it. This all comes back, and Bruce, I actually posted um, Bruce's quote today because I thought it seemed appropriate to kind of revisit that. It all comes back to this idea of progressing from the old way of doing doing lead gen to this new way of doing lead gen and it's like like you were saying it's the old way maybe was more valuable um or because cost were less but now you've got to think about building that brand um and it's almost like the, the biggest lead generation people that are succeeding are the ones who are doing that now um and yeah bruce was a, a lending tree was a great example of someone who invests in the brand over just simply buying those leads and yeah definitely came out the other side um having done yeah. that. And the thing is Lending Tree went down the route of spending big, right? They didn't go niche as far as I know. I think they literally they got massive yeah, investment but, and spent yeah. their way into being a big brand. But I just don't see any other way. You know, like I genuinely like these ad costs on, you know, this isn't I don't I don't think this is a dip in the market. This is just the back end of COVID, the brand started realizing um advertising in different ways, started moving their budgets um costs of everything are going up um and so it it, you know you might be able to carry on for a bit but like eventually this is just going to get really tough Hmm. um and but the thing is that you know when we're saying it we're being it sounds pessimistic we're just being pessimistic about an old way of doing things there is another option you know that's that's the point is and what we're talking about, the, there is a, another clear, really defined way that you can actually get yourself out of this and get your ad costs down, start to build a relationship with consumers, create a brand that companies actually want to work with and respect and whatever else. Um, and, you know, once you do this, you start getting organic traffic, let's bear in mind. All you have to look at, you know, the markets, there's so many middlemen, all comparison sides are middlemen. You know, all those car companies are middlemen. Think of like auto traders. Place. They're, they're all people that are effectively are a bit like lead generators. They've sort of moved from it in a lot of cases to, um, uh, you know, fulfilling the actual sale. But most of them are lead generators, just massive lead generators. Amazon, to a large degree, is a lead generator. Think, but, the, um... the, the, but the thing is, they've all got one thing in common, which is... They've all got great brands that resonate with people that they find value in. Like, it's just really clear and obvious to me 
this mm. is what needs to happen. I was going to say, I think it'll be interesting because I think there were two types of people listening now. People who maybe feel a little bit deflated by some of the things we discussed there. And then the other side of people who see opportunity and are actually really excited by what we've discussed. And um, yeah, if you listen to this, work out which one you are. And if you're the latter, um, come look, stick with us and listen to our podcast. We're going to explore this even more, I guess. Well, I think this... Th- one of the big things so because i see this right and i watch like the market of what people are saying and things and all i see to combat rising costs um on ad platforms increased regulations especially in stuff like financial services are tactics to try and get around it i see short-term tactics that keep getting mentioned you know there's two which is like run to tiktok it's cheap yeah. i can guarantee it's like a moment in time it's like you know um it's like the seasons it's gonna get cold here you know summer only lasts for a while um so you, you know, it's, yeah it's just it just furthers this really short-term mentality the other is like this idea of create lead magnets under like a specific vertical to bring uh, leads in um something to do with like saving costs let's say uh, like i don't know energy so you run an ad with just like an email form uh and say you know oh we've got 10 ways to help you save money on your energy bills you know we'll deliver the pdf to you and you put your email address in here or whatever put it in and actually it's a ruse to then because you know they're interested in saving money start hitting you with financial services stuff but what you don't have to do is run the financial services ads on the ad platforms. So it gets around the FCA regulation from an ad perspective, because then you can just say whatever you want on the ad to get like massive increase in. And um, the ASA stuff only relates to the stuff because then they're inside your marketing funnel and you can push stuff out to them. But the FCA and ASA stuff still applies post capture also how many of those people are you actually going to convert like you're going to have to build one hell of a relationship yeah. with them where you suddenly go oh, yeah gotcha <laughs> like, would, would now... you do it from the same people would you do it under like a guide another brand or like how you know which, how would that work not uh, asking for tips but i'm just yeah i mean they, well that if you were going to do it and you really tried to get it to work you'd do it under the same brand when you could be like well, and here we come with some other money-saving hints well, like system tricks. Brand. Yeah. So from that perspective, it could be reasonably good. But I'd imagine that, you know, you're not going to get a massive amount of conversions from it. It's a cheap way to get data in, but then you still have to build a relationship with them enough. You know, we all know what email open rates are like, or, you know, I don't know if you get a telephone number and start it via text, maybe. Um, so that's one way that's another tactic people are using the sort of old style lead magnet I mean this is stuff that people used to do 10 years ago you know to get data in cheaply to then start sending messages out because everything was driven on a CPM basis so you get low end CPM on the front end and then monetize the life out of it at the back it's exactly the same technique but just like everything that goes in cycles, it's now being re-explored as a way to um, get around things and generate a lead cheaply. But again, it's just there. a short-term tactic, right? It'll get like yeah. there'll be something that you know. 
Exactly. And hitting on that, just to hit, sort of go back to that TikTok point, because I just see it all the time at the moment. Like, even like big companies say, that jumps TikTok, it's the way to go. And it's like, everyone's talking about it, so it's almost like, you know, this new, new era is kind of unicorn data or whatever. It's just another ad platform. Yeah. In the short term, you might be able to continue things, but it's incredibly naive to not think at a certain point, TikTok is going to increase their prices too. And then you, like you said earlier, you're in the same position you are. And the ones that have created the brand now won't be fearful of that because they've got got some girls in that pocket. Well, yeah, it stops. The thing is, once you create a brand that resonates with people, the ad platform starts to sort of become irrelevant to some degree. Because it works no matter where you put it, because it's to do with the person. You've got to remember, all these people are on all these different ad platforms. All the same people are on all of them. You know, it's not like someone who uses TikTok never uses Google for anything. Um, it's just that, you know, you're appealing to them in different ways. You're probably making videos. They even know what videos people make. Um, well, I've seen them actually um, to appeal to them. But, you know, when you're a small company, you, again, you're just sort of trying to use hacks and techniques to try and drive it rather than creating a brand to actually deeply resonate with an audience exactly it's just again it's just naive to think that that's not going to change like you know you, you, you don't want to be rest of life chasing new platform learning new skills and learning new ways of creating stuff like um, and, that, and there's one thing i want to say as well which is look i'm not trying to disparage anyone who's done this i know i get it's tough right like even just media buying to a landing page you've knocked up in two hours with little thought for the, but you've just called it, you know, life insurance are us or whatever. And you're running out there trying to get leads and whatever else. But what, what I really want to say is the world has changed. It just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> like I don't, It's not the same thing as it was. Media buying isn't the thing you like that world is gone now or is going and we're moving to a new era and this new era is much more brand led it's it's about creating a much deeper connection to a specific audience and so if you want to move out of like lead gen 101 and move into it like you're you're gonna have to do something i think um just to repeat because i think it's worth we're doing so um hopefully some people are listening to this like i said earlier and seeing huge opportunity um moving forwards and are actually excited about some of the things we discussed and that was episode eight to seven go big go niche or go right thanks for listening to the b2c lead generation podcast be sure to hit subscribe to hear more from those at the very cutting edge of the lead gen world